Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Tradors NFT AMA, hosted by Yield Foundry Dow. Let's take a listen. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still, I need to be more scientific about the times for some of these. At the very least, I, I think we can have this the first of few. We can have another space later on um, if there's not the turnout, and we can always share this. Um, you know, we'll have the recording so we can share it, which is good. Yeah, I, I think too. I mean, if there's gonna be multiple of us, it would be nice to get some different, like repeated, uh, or not repeated, but like multiple different uh, NFT communities coming together, bringing our communities together for the for the spaces as well. Yeah, that's a great idea. Since a lot of crossover in these old Terra Two communities, and on top of that, um, you know, bear market things. So there's just not nearly the number of people that there normally would have been if this was like a bull market. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of crossover. Hey, Ray. Hey, sorry, I was retweeting this space. No apologies necessary there. Yeah, so is there any update? Well, I'm sure that's probably going to be what you guys are going to talk about from your end. I was going to say, I'm excited to, to learn more about when you guys are going to launch and uh, what's, the, what's the expectation for that date. Yeah, absolutely. Say we hang out for another couple of minutes before we get started. See if some more join in. I mean, with these with these projects, launch date is like a surprise for everybody. <laughs> Just trying to get things done is really our focus. So, how's the world treating you, Pepe? Keeping busy? Yeah, I mean, things in the personal life have been uh, very busy. Um, you know, I'm still at my uh, fiat job, so. Uh, that you know obviously keeps me busy for more than 40 hours per week alone then you throw on uh the different pieces to the nft project and yeah i'm I'm full-time busy yeah i think we're in similar situations are are you looking to make the transition hopefully to full-time crypto at some point i mean that would definitely be the dream i mean for any of us right uh that are, are heavily involved here um you know i don't think i'm there right now uh would definitely like to um get there though okay what sort of stuff do you do if you don't mind me asking feel free to not share but no it's fine i'm uh, i'm in consulting so i do uh like project management uh as a consultant uh so i'm actually not on like a dev side of things um more doing uh like consulting to like public agencies and about uh, kind of infrastructure costs and stuff like that. Wow. Well, I mean, I think the worlds will converge at some point and then you're like, Hey, I'm also super familiar with web three concepts and that'll just be huge demand. If you want to continue doing more consulting stuff. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh, I've, I've even thought about like 
you know, how I could lend kind of my uh, more traditional background to the Web3 world, um, you know, in, in some sort of, sort of protocol or something like that. I haven't quite found the, the like, fit yet. So um, right now the focus is still fully on bringing the roadmap for traders to uh, fruition. And that should be the focus. That's going to be cool, though, to, like, have your daytime skills be utilized in the crypto space though there we go we got a few more people showing up i see rec gang down there hey guys how you doing yeah rick gang hey grant grant's joined don't feel pressured to speak grant but i'm gonna invite him up he's he's been that uh, pretty instrumental his some of his team him and his team for some of the y foundry stuff i have not had the pleasure of interacting with grant yet so this is uh nice all right, I see we just get started. What do you think? Ready to do it. All right, anybody who's listening, feel free to request come up to speak. This is definitely an AMA. We'll start off with, you know, talking a little bit about both projects. Um, we'll give an opportunity for each project to kind of talk to each other with questions because uh, we're still, you know, in the process of the MVP launch for YFT anyway and this partnership. So some exciting things. We also have some news to share about that that um that will be pretty awesome for both communities and just talk about you know going forward building together and having this an open space for any questions from the community all right well to kick things off uh let me talk a little bit about why foundry dow and we'll get into some of the specifics on um some of the things that we're building but i think it's good to to step up a few uh, to the thousand mile view and talk about just what makes the project tick. We essentially think that the um, the future of blockchain is um, dApps that are built by the community. So really looking at what are ways that we can enable the community, what are tools that we can, um, we can build and put out there that can allow people to connect together. Those with ideas can connect to the builders and have a safe way that to to fund those projects, to solicit community support and builder support, and also, you know, mechanisms for on-chain tracking of the funds, escrow of funds and deliverables for meeting milestones and payments and on-chain governance of those milestones and a way to involve the community. There's a lot more to it, but I think really looking at that problem of how do we bring an idea to market? It requires a massive amount of effort to coordinate developers, creators, and investment capital. How can we, as YFD, um, enable the strategists and developers to connect, ideate, fund, build, and launch the community-owned crypto projects of tomorrow? And with that, that's the elevator pitch. I'll turn it over to uh, Pepe. would love to hear about your project. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah, this is Pepe Silvio, founder of Traders NFT Collection. Uh, we're a multi-chain NFT collection at this point. Our uh, main collection was minted on Juno, but prior to minting our main collection, we did launch a uh, mini collection on Terra 2. Uh, that mini collection is called the Luna Crash Survivors, essentially themed around kind of being meme-worthy um, collection uh marking the historic events of the May DPEG. Um, we were actually originally going to launch on Terra, so that was kind of our, uh, you know, our, like, kind of ode to or goodbye to the Terra network before our move to Juno. 
Um, with our main collection, we're going to be launching a series of price prediction games for different Cosmos assets. Uh, as far as I'm aware, this is going to be the first uh, iteration of a lossless uh, game being played. So we're going to be generating um, income for those games from operating a validator uh, and among other uh different planned revenue sources and those sources are going to then contribute to the, the game size pool uh, to create a lossless game for our holders um, and then yeah uh, I've been in touch with the wife army team for a while we've been kicking around this idea for bringing some kind of fun unique utility also to the Terra 2 collection so that's kind of how we got to this point today yeah, great. I'm definitely going to want to hear more about the gaming stuff. If there's anything you can share there, super interested in, um, interested in Web3 gaming projects. And yeah, I would love to hear more about that. But Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a trade secret or anything right now. I mean, we're essentially going to be using a series of data oracles on chain. Uh, people will be locking their NFT up. Uh, so basically, uh, your your NFT is not like liquid when you participate in the game. It must be like locked up. Um, and that'll help remove liquid supply from secondary markets. Uh, if you lock up an NFT, you get to enter a uh, price prediction for the game. Uh, the game, the first iteration of it is going to be a one-week time frame. Um, so like you would basically enter what you think the price will be like a week from now. Like let's say the window closes on uh Sunday at midnight UTC time, you'd be entering your price prediction for the following Sunday for like seven days in advance. Um and if whoever is closest will take the, the entire prize pool. So there's always gonna be a guaranteed winner. Um and you know, it's just gonna basically be uh whoever is the closest most accurate price prediction for the trend of the different cosmos assets we'll be able to uh claim that that particular prize pool for that week um so kind of just uh you know seeing who's uh, able to kind of predict trends uh and understand and market movements um we're going to have a leaderboard and uh, eventually we're going to be doing some kind of educational things to help people you know hone those predictive skills that's awesome are you going to have like a fantasy football and you can collect your top traders and then um, give you some sort of benefit to having your <laughs> trading team roster? I don't know. That, I, I also appreciate, very much appreciate that totally unnecessary Been nothing wrong with it. But when, when this is not the case, but the game actually, the prediction game, I think it aligns super well with, you know, the traders NFT, you know, kind of brand. I think it fits really well with that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely kind of the, the idea. So if for anybody, I, I think that most of you or a lot of you have seen our art. It's, it's currently in my profile picture. The collection is really inspired by all of us, you know, you know, people just sitting at home, uh, trading cryptocurrencies from their bedroom, from their home office, from their wherever, you know. So it's really inspired by all of us. Uh, it, it's got a, definitely a central theme and uh, we stuck to it pretty well. So I, I, I really like our artists. I think it's pretty fun. And, uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's pixel art. So I always kind of appreciate pixel art as well. So are you going to make a, uh, a, an honorary NFT for clean? I, I didn't get a chance to check them all out yet, but does, does he get one for as like one of the premier traders? Well, now I'm going to have to, I did make, 
and I, I'm actually upset we didn't include that in the um, in the spaces kind of preview. But I did make a special poster trait for Y Foundry uh, that is has been previewed by the team. Um, uh, darn, we should have posted that. Oh, we're gonna we'll share that. Um, we'll show that afterwards, like immediately afterwards. That's great. Yeah, we yeah, we've already asked for permission. Super, he's got that super recognizable bunny logo face with the like X'd out eyes. It's uh, it's iconic. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to make him one now. I, I've asked for a commission, a little like a uh, little crash test dummy sitting at a desk. Um, my only request, like if I have a trade or it has to be the most unsuccessful one that's ever existed. So I don't know if you could have the entire just world on fire or something or maybe a cardboard box instead of a pc he doesn't even know what he's looking at well if he's if he's the worst trader in the whole world then he's going to be living in the cardboard box not trading on it <laughs> sit on the See, cardboard think... box looking at a cardboard box drawing pictures of a bitcoin or something i don't know i think one other dgen one you could do would be uh nancy pelosi isn't she been uh pretty much heralded as the best stock trader of all time oh you're getting into some politics u.s politics too talked about that as an option when we were kicking things around with the community of ideas of what we could put together uh that did come up as an as an option um we decided to not take it too political so in the end we didn't go there but we do have a new york stock exchange inspired one of one so you see like you know, the old stock trading floor with all the different like monitors and, you know, it's like an old kind of boomer guy, like dark or like gray hair and a mustache and everything. Yeah, that's a fun one. That's awesome. I, I love the 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 um, small collection on Luna 2, which is where our partnership will start anyway. And yeah, the theme of that is just the survivors of everyone's wrecked and just really dealing with it. I think that's uh, pretty relatable to most of us who went through that. Yeah, you know, I think uh, kind of in the aftermath of the, the Terra 2 event, or of the Terra 1 collapse, you know, I think uh, it was kind of, like I said, it was it was almost so real to our collection. It, it really, like, we literally had the pieces all sitting there, and it felt like an opportunity where we could say, like, you know, hey, here's... Here's like a historic piece um, that we could kind of create for our historic collection. And now to come full circle with it and partner with you guys on Terra 2 and, and to be part of like kind of rebuilding some of that um, ecosystem with you guys um, with this idea is, is really exciting. Yeah, I would love to see more collections, kind of smaller sub collections or limited collections honoring significant events. I think that's a pretty cool concept that has not been like fully explored yeah i mean i think you know for example like um there was like a lot of halloween uh themed stuff that came out on stargaze like this this year but you know to me and, and that's great and everything but i think like what are you going to do like a, a different halloween theme for your collection like every single year so i don't know it was kind of fun for us to be able to do like this is hopefully a once in a lifetime event to, to make something like historic and relevant to that once in a lifetime event was uh, was a cool opportunity for us. Yeah, hopefully once in a lifetime. I think some on the space may have already lived through <laughs> similar ish sort of uh, sort of experiences more than once. But well, yeah. if we're in BitConnect, then yes, this is round two for you. Yeah. 
And if you were in Bitcoin, Luna, please tell me what the next thing you invest in is so that I can avoid it. <laughs> uh, I think that's a great segue to um, you were talking about, you know, Luna 2. We can talk a little bit about our um, partnership and just discuss the upcoming vault. So, as I mentioned, talking about um, Wide Foundry and how we hope to connect those with great ideas to the builders to enable those ideas and all on chain guaranteed funding. Short recap for those that just joined. Um, we uh, we looked at starting off and, and originally our, our actually Genesis, if you take it way back to Terra One, um, we had looked at more the um, starting with the kind of strategy focused. So looking at this as a strategy platform, same sort of mechanisms, same sort of overall concept that we ended up ultimately um, as a community building. But um, it was definitely more focused on some DGN sort of strategies to start off with. We had a few strategies that were really close to launching and just essentially ready to go, fully built. Terra One, and then the underlying primitives were completely and utterly wrecked and rugged out from under the strategies. Everything happened. Uh, it was necessary to essentially take stock of where you know the project, take stock of you know what's going on in the ecosystem, and decide on the next steps. So, really looking at like what's the best way forward. Fast forward a few months, just putting your head down, keeping building, you know, just keep building with the help of, you know, some that I see on the call, definitely Grant and his team who's doing some of the dev, the heavy dev lifting. We um, focus more on the tools and the escrow side, the, all the mechanisms needed to, you know, kind of connect those with ideas to um, on-chain, you know, sort of guaranteed funding. Um you know, some whitelisting process for, you know, some, you know, just really working through all the challenges, um, having solutions, kind of a whole suite of solutions to enable some of these projects to launch. And um, starting off with the vaults, obviously the ecosystem looks a lot different right now. Um, options are a little bit different. So we just like brainstorming on what's the best kind of move forward for our MVP launch on Terra 2. Um, really looking at the strongest communities that have survived, um, that have uh, made it through Terra 1 into Terra 2, are the NFT communities. Um, I mean, they're not the only ones, but they are definitely um, some of the ones that have just stuck with it. So how can we partner with them to create something um, that can benefit that community? So you essentially think of like right now, you know, and you're talking about doing some gamified stuff, um, which is awesome. There's some other ideas that people have um, come up with. You know, mostly you see NFT projects will, you know, spin up their own validator or partner with a validator to do something. And then you can stake with that validator and support that project. What if we had more options? What if there was a DeFi strategy that instead of you putting in and just supporting whatever protocol that auto compounder is on, you're actually supporting the NFT project. There's a branded strategy for the NFT project. You could put your funds in there. You could get all the benefits of the strategy just as you would anywhere else. But the majority of the fees go back to um, 
the community that you're supporting. And that's really what we're going to initially launch with. Um, so really excited about that. Traders will have a Traders branded NFT vault uh, that you can use, uh, anyone can use. And then the um, port, most of the, the majority of the fees will go back to the Traders project. And, you know, it's also a way if uh, an NFT project wants to use this vault for some of their funds, um, I, I think this is just the first step. There's all sorts of, as primitives come online, all sorts of opportunities to build more complex strategies, hedging strategies and the like, to be able to manage your own community funds. And this is really the first step towards that, I see. Thanks. That's a, that's a great introduction. There's two things I wanted to kind of clarify in that. So the first point is um, we're, you know, I mean, we've obviously been talking in the background, so I hope I'm not dropping too much alpha here, but like essentially this is going to be for Luna crash survivors and there might be a future iteration if possible for like traders since they're kind of chain set, they're on separate chains at this point in time. So those are, those are kind of different elements at this point. And the other point I want to say is um, with the Luna crash survivors, uh, I've been in talks with a few different people to start a multi-sig. So I really want these to be community funds. Um, so I, the idea would be that this would not go to like us as a project team. These are these are funds that would go to a multi-sig majority held by uh, holders of the Luna Crash Survivors uh, collection. And then those Luna, though, that community would be able to basically decide, you know, kind of the avenue forward, like, uh, is it uh, distributing to holders? Is it uh, playing community poker games and using those funds for prizes? You know, those are those are things up to the community to decide. I really wanted to to make sure that you know those funds were um, going back to the people who you know who supported, who have held uh, our NFTs, and and make sure that they had a voice and uh, kind of the way that that was all used. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so. It Excellent clarification. We are our MVP will be on Terra two, and that's where we're starting. But I do love the concept um, of the multi sig and it going back and the way that we built it, which I'm sure Ray can add some clarity or Grant for that matter. But the way that uh, the contracts are built and how the ownership of those of the uh, vaults work should be it should be um really easy to do all sorts of different um strategies like that yeah um i think what you're saying with the uh, with the lunar luna crash survivors on terra is completely doable um having the multi-sig own the the funds and receive the funds out of the vault and um we can drop some alpha we've been talking with uh, a few other protocols that are, are multi-chain um, that have their assets split across chains like Juno um, and Terra, that essentially on Juno, what we've been looking at is you guys would be able to use like DowDow to manage, and we've been talking with Jake about that, to manage the, uh, the treasury or whatever assets or whatever profits you receive out of the vaults on, on Juno. Yeah, so that's the alpha. I didn't know if I was like allowed to go there with. So I was yeah. trying to tiptoe around that a little bit. But yeah, essentially, like uh, you know, as we've discussed, 
with this being successfully implemented on Terra and once YFD were to launch on uh, you know other networks across the cosmos, I really would love to see you know these sort of vault strategies with uh, like NFT branding being brought as a way for communities to both engage and you know uh, engage in DeFi and in uh, supporting their their own community and their own projects. So yeah, I would love to see a branded vault on both of our chains, um, and I think that would be a really uh, really cool and unique approach to bringing additional value back to communities. Yeah, and uh, yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that now that they've got uh, multi-chain or interchain NFT swapping going on and tested from Juno, that should start making things quite a bit more interesting too. Yes, thank you to our friends over at Arc Protocol for that, uh, Mr. T and team. So yeah, I was uh, pretty excited for those guys. Those are uh, ex Terra people as well, so they're doing really big things. Really proud of them over there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, like I said earlier, we're building tools and options, and there's so much flexibility with how um, how this has been built, as well as the future future plans for enabling whatever projects want to do in the future. It's going to be really interesting to see, you know, as more partnerships happen and tying into what some of the great builders are doing across the cosmos. It's going to be a lot of really cool stuff happen. Yeah, I agree. Um, was there any questions from kind of the community about these vaults, uh, where we're starting with them or, or the way it's going to work? Yeah, feel free to come up and ask a question if anybody wants to. I've got a few different threads, a few uh, paths we could take. Um, we could talk a little bit more about the um, proposal process for YFD and the kind of the NFTs, the special NFTs that are essentially the you know vault ownership in this case. Or we could uh, also, or or also we could talk about um, interested in just talking about your challenges with developing the game or just any aspects of your roadmap and your project. And I'm curious if, you know, there might be some potential to actually use YFD to, you know, get some, some of the like advanced funding for some of the items on your roadmap to build some of that out in the future. As we get closer to V1, we release MVP at V1. Yeah, I mean, let's start with uh, the whole, because I think it's an interesting uh, mechanism you guys have going on in the background for like distributing the um, kind of the fee structure that you guys have. So let's actually maybe start with you guys explaining the like the NFT ownership and how that's going to be used to kind of direct uh, fee accrual from the vaults. Yeah. If you don't so, mind. <laughs> so the way that it works is essentially... Um, you have you have two classes of users. You have the regular depositor who's, who just deposits funds and they receive their regular yield, right? And then like any strategy or any performance vault or what have you on, on any number of platforms, essentially when you use another platform, there's a performance fee that's taken. And so let's say that performance fee is, is you know, a percentage of the entire their yield. So the user doesn't get the full yield as if they did it themselves. And so there's that performance fee piece. And so what we're doing at Y Foundry is essentially the 
in this case, uh, traders or, or the Luna crash survivors uh, would basically be receiving that performance fee or a percentage of that performance fee. And the way we're assigning that performance fee is in the form of NFTs. So NFTs working essentially like a proof of ownership of that performance fee with each NFT minted um, being a, an equal percentage of the entire fee that's being collected. Uh, so what would happen is essentially those NFTs, so we can mint any number of them, um, the, 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 the division of the performance would be equal among them. So a percentage of those NFTs go to the trader's vault uh, or the trader's multi-sig, I should say. And then what the trader's multi-sig would do is they would execute a, a call against the NFTs and say, hey, collect the fees for me. And the NFTs know the vault they came from. And so the NFTs then go ask the vault to collect those fees for them. And this way it's trustless. You don't have any issues with spoofing or fake NFTs or the vault having the performance fees robbed because there's no outside addresses being uh, injected into the system. It's literally two objects on chain, uh, contracts on chain talking to each other that are Pretty know and have a level of trust between them. Yeah, so that's a really cool, I think, pretty innovative uh, approach for NFTs. Uh, you know, it's not that same forward-facing NFT that we use for like a PFP, for example. It's a much more kind of uh, technical, uh, you know, and resourceful use of the NFT uh, for like calling that contract. So I think that's a really cool, um, and thank you for that explanation. Right? Yeah, that was exactly how I had understood it from our conversation. So good to talk through it more. Yeah. The yeah. One thing that makes it really interesting is that so many times when you're dealing, if you've ever done any farming on chain, right, or any farming with protocols, you've got to figure out which contract to talk to, you know, and then figure out what to say to the contract and so on. With this situation, the contract, you know, the NFT is in your wallet and that has an address or an identifier in it. So you don't have to go hunting for the address to talk to. You actually have the address in, in the multi-sig or in the wallet at all times. I think one way that I like to think about this, or at least a way to have a, an analogy for how all this stuff works together, is if you think about when a company goes public, right? It's kind of like uh, what Y Foundry enables is you have some protocol, some project, some idea, and you say, "Hey, we want we want people to be able to be a part of this this IPO, right?" So we're raising some funds, and then the people that put money in they get a share and that share is like the nft and just like in any company that you might invest in that company might pay out some dividends so the dividends that are paid out are paid out proportionate to the amount of shares that you hold so these these nfts are acting like on-chain uh portions of ownership of whatever thing has been run through the protocol and so then you're you're getting a proportionate amount based on the amount of shares that you have and each NFT acting like a share in that project idea or whatever thing that that you created through through Y Foundry. But it, it's I, I don't know if it's exactly matches perfect, but it's kind of an analogy that I like to think of if you if you're kind of approaching this idea for the first time. Just like think about a company going public and then you having a share 
in that company and then getting a part of the dividends of whatever profits are made by that company. Yeah, that's a really good analogy, actually. It makes a, like perfect sense. Yeah, they have all the qualities of, you know, any other NFT, but they're interactive, too. Um, you know, your point earlier, Ray, um, I think that that's really powerful. And we're just seeing the start of the potential to do even more complex and really um, incredible things. I'm excited to see what the community comes up with. So, so the next protocol that I'm going to make is now that we're back into the whole universe of having um, like projects and fractional ownership with dividends, then then the next thing we get to do is to reintroduce mirror back in and then we can do derivatives and shorting on projects. So that that's the next thing that I hope I see somebody say they want to do is see now that we have these things that have been run through the forge and that have been created that kind of look like stocks now now uh, allow you to take those NFTs that we've created through Y Foundry, and then we can recreate Mirror, and we can have synthetic derivatives market on uh, uh, on on chain again. You're you're gonna have the evil hedge fund that short squeezes all these baby projects into the ground. <laughs> well, that's what we had with Mirror before. So, I mean, having built a DGen project, you know, between uh, Mirror and TerraSwap and uh, and Anchor. So yeah, it's like we just got to bring this stuff back. The code's still there, so now we just got to say. All right. Instead of putting Coca Cola in there, we'll put, uh, you know, we'll we'll put uh, the the Luna sur- Crash Survivors in there. Ouch! I was hoping shorted. you weren't going to throw me under the bus like that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just really threaten to short me out of existence? Ouch! No, I, no, we want to let everybody else do it. So we can go back into some G- DJ. Oh, you want to let everybody else do it? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just wants to enable the chaos. <laughs> Yeah, bring the chaos back. Yeah, well, yeah, you get advance notice, so the challenge accepted, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. Got hey, madman. Hey, um, <laughs> I, I'm eating dinner right now. Um, and the questions I, you know, definitely misplaced, you know, extremely misplaced because I saw Grant in here and I see him, you know, quite often in the, uh, the Y Foundry spaces. Uh, shout out to Traders. You've, you know, caught me in my most intimate moments, you know, with my birthday suit <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> um, my question really was for Grant if, you know, and I was out of, you know, curiosity, you know, what his relationship is to Y Foundry, if he was actually like part of the, you know, the crew or yeah, if he's just yeah. like, just like a badass contributor, you know, to the conversation. <laughs> but part of, part of the crew, part of the, the building crew actually have been, been with five foundry since the very beginning before the, before the Luna crash the whole way. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. That was exactly yeah, right. my own, my only question. I, you know, it was, it was only out of curiosity. I mean, Ray Raspberry, Ray foundry, like, you know, I'm, I've been hella curious as as to what you guys got going on and helping try to follow traders, you know, I'm there by your side. um, That's all I wanted to, you know, to find out and just trying to connect the dots. You know, I was there in the the deep peg nation AMA. I see this AMA going on and I see dots and they're worth, they're definitely worth connecting. Well, yeah, I'm curious now that you're up here uh, chatting away with us, like tell me a little bit more. I, I know you actually held, a Luna Crash Survivor. Uh, are you excited by this concept of these branded vaults? Beyond, beyond excited. 
um, like the way, you know, the way it's been described um, in the previous conversations, it's, you know, it, it, there's been a lot of talk, you know, on, on both versions of Terra and the solutions that are being presented here, I think are very, you know, they have a type of organic strength that really is lacking at, you know, in the, in the current, you know, in the current space right now. And it's, it's definitely needed. And I, I want to see it happen. I want to, I, I, I'm waiting for the MVP to come out so that I can kind of engage it myself. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. That was one of the reasons. So uh, Crash is behind the Y Foundry account right now. And I have, uh, we've maintained pretty regular contact, I would say, since the crash. Uh, and, you know, when the idea came around of doing these uh, NFT branded vaults, that was really one of the powers of them I saw, and I think he saw as well, and Ray as well, was like, yeah, you're really starting with this uh, small core unit, a very organic core unit of these NFT communities and giving purpose and, and kind of cause to, to building that TVL, right? So like the TVL, it's a lot more tangible uh, when it's coming kind of from or, like this organic NFT community basis. So I think it's a really cool implementation of this. I, I, I'm really excited as well. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely brings, you know, a lot of uh, power back to your project and, you know, everyone else's project who, you know, who decides to engage this, uh, you know, this concept. You know, I, I didn't want the NFT thing to just be like, a, you know, like the shiny object syndrome that people, you know, kind of uh, re refer to, you know, where they just get it, they set it and they forget it. You know, um, this is something that, you know, that, that could add value you know not just create value but add and accrue it yeah well yeah both for the community but also for the the pro pro protocols and projects that it's being built with right because we're adding tvl from like a small building block of these nft communities giving attention and everything back to them so sorry ray i didn't mean to cut you off no it's totally good i mean i completely agree with the stuff that's being said it's essentially you know we're more built and, and architects, and, you know, we need we need the the front end sales force, which is the which is the NFT communities. They're built and have great communities and great marketing, and and they're more structured in that way. So I think it's a really good synergy to to get some you know infrastructure that can be utilized across the entire ecosystem, and then support these projects that maybe have a struggle to find utility in a financial way, and give them you know access to financial, financial utility for their community that wouldn't otherwise, you know, would, would otherwise be very expensive to kind of build on your own. Yeah. And, and, and the hope is, yeah. And the hope is, um, you know, this, this is first steps. Um, our, the YFD's goals to enable, you know, any sort of project, any crypto project community um, built crypto projects. So like getting advanced funding for, NFT project, and as long as you are a project that delivers honest milestones and works with the community, you can get that funding in advance and maybe some sort of like lossless whitelist sort of process to, um, you know, just kind of solve some of the chicken and the egg scenarios that NFT projects have. It's always feast or famine. You're starving yourself to launch this, and then you hope this collection goes well. What if you could have some of the elements of like crowdfunding and Kickstarter to know in advance what sort of features people want to see, what they're excited about, maybe have stretch goals. I mean, these are all things that we've talked about um, for the future. 
And I think products too, which uh, you know, traders, you you check both of those boxes, but maybe there's just an element on your roadmap that you not only would like to get some you know additional funding to move faster, but you an easy way to you know securely and confidently in a trustless way tie in your community to have more tangible stake in some of the some of the things that you're developing and the direction that you're moving. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Um... I imagine that, you know, sometime within this holiday season, I'm probably going to, uh, you know, be reaching out to you guys a little bit more directly as I mean, I've already started, but, you know, it'll probably be a lot more intimate without, you know, that much uh, emphasis on the romantic side of intimate. (laughs) Um, There's been a lot, there's been a few people, you know, trying to pick my brain, um, you know, and questioning what, (laughs) what I got brewing in. I'm, I, I, I'm not going to say I'm like uh, hinging on this, but I find this to be like such a pivotal development that could, you know, that could be utilized. And I mean, if other projects aren't going to use it, I'm going to try it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I was going to say, you know, one thing I've been thinking about deeply with this DeFi and blockchain space is that, you know, there's a whole portion of us that are anonymous or that, there isn't a real world trust. There's no KYC in that sense. And so for some, something that's anonymous, we need a level of trust, trustlessness with it, right? We need to have a trustless ecosystem for an anonymous ecosystem. And I think those fundamental tools and infrastructure pieces like being able to escrow without actually having to KYC is going to be a useful portion of that infrastructure. Yeah, knowing that there's no potential for some third party or core team or anything like that to pull the funds and do what they want with them. Honestly, there's, you know, kind of a segmentation of risk um, in a lot of ways. So, you know, there's less of a potential for, you know, the sort of hacks and things like that, too, that you see. The risk will largely be limited on a contract by contract basis. And uh, can go through you know, specific audits for smaller pieces of code and thoroughly test them. Which, quick plug, we are testing for MVP. Join the YFT Discord, do some testing, earn some reputation in our community. Um, now is definitely the time to do that. We have a bounty board. So, really seeing this fusion of not only this platform to enable um, these ideas to be brought to life, but also a place for you know it to be a builder owned sort of collective you know bring the those with ideas the builders anyone with any sort of skills artists doesn't have to be a developer um come join the community you'll have plenty of opportunities to do bounties um to you know get in on the ground floor of something really cool one other thing i want to add to that we're trying to do is we're trying to we're trying to give authority and responsibility to the parties involved that should manage that authority and responsibility. So in our case, you know, there's so many projects where the developers, the the community doesn't have a say in who does the development of the code and who has the administrative rights over the code. And the way YFD works is that essentially the community, the same people who fund projects that go into YFD are the same people who vet and, and do the due diligence on the developers who are allowed to work on the YFD projects and who approve the projects and proposals to come in. So that means that the people who have control over who gets to touch the code and who gets to work on projects are the same people who fund the projects. 
I don't think we've seen another system where the community has that level of authority over who can participate. Yeah, and there's also, you know, peer-reviewed sort of um, auditing of code and, you know, vouching for each other, too. So the idea is we have a process even ahead of any, I know there's a lot that are working in the identity space that I'm personally keeping a close eye on just because I'm interested in this space, but digital identity, digital reputation, why Foundry you know, community has come up with some ideas, too, around that. I think, you know, whether it's a partnership or whether it's why Foundry building something there, I think there's something to um, that element and the value of that sort of whitelisting, that sort of, um, you know, staking your reputation on someone. And you have this short list that you can choose as a community, like Ray said, who, who's doing what, you know, who do we want to be the one that builds this and some competing offers, too, for some of this. All right. Any questions? Anything to add, Pepe? No, uh, thank you guys for hosting this with me today. I'm, I'm really excited about this implementation and, uh, you know, for your guys' MVP to come out. So it's going to be an exciting uh, couple months here. Yeah, we're testing on chain uh, on Terra2 Testnet. Uh, get into our Discord, discord.gg slash YFD, um, or check out our Twitter and just it's in the handle there as well. So get in and test, and we'll send you some YFD tokens on. On, on testnet to be able to deposit into the test contracts and, and start playing around with the, some of the functionality. Absolutely. And check out the all of the Trador's collection. Um, I don't know if you want to plug that, but I know we Luna Crash Survivors on Luna 2. That's where our MVP home will be. You've also got a collection on Juno, correct? Yep. Yeah, with the so, loot markets. Uh, loot market for the Juno collection and uh, nowhere for the Luna Crash Survivors. So yeah, definitely check them out if you guys are interested in getting involved in this. Um, you know these vault, these branded vaults. Definitely make sure you're holding a Luna Crash Survivor. You know you guys can uh, test out those benefits. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time. This is the first space of many. I think we'll definitely sync back up. Maybe focus more on some of the stuff you have upcoming and the gaming stuff um, next time around, as well as possibly do one of these with a few projects, a few NFT projects on it, and just talk about you know, the experience as we get closer to launch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've been working with the dev team on the game. We're hoping to have something on chain. Like the last I got an update was probably next month or end of this month. I guess it's already November. So yeah, like end of this month. So hoping to get all of that worked out on, on Juno and, you know, have some people start winning some stuff. That's awesome. It's going to be a busy month for a lot of people. Yeah, right yeah, before I'm, the holidays. I'm playing catch up. <laughs> I'm going to catch up for this. All right. And special thanks. Thanks to Terra Spaces, Finn, um, for recording this. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Trador's NFT AMA, hosted by Y Foundry Dow, recorded on Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your
your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my love Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Case great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces. Wow.